What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you been? Not too bad. How about you? Whatever. Just another week. <clears throat> yeah. So, how's the show? It's good. Good turnout. Good. Uh, good time. A little tired though. What time did you get in? Uh, I got back to my place about twelve thirty. I was in bed around one, and then I had to wake up at seven thirty for work. So, which I know in your world is like sleeping in, but I uh, six and a half hours is not quite enough to cut it for me. You feeling it? I mean, I'm fine. I just like I can tell, like I'm fine, but I always know when I'm tired. I'm like, like it's not like a mind. It's like my body is tired, as opposed to like my mind being tired. So you're like an eight hour like religious dude, right? Yeah. Hmm. Like I'm every night if I can help it. Like every night, and this includes weekends if I don't go out. I am in bed between ten and ten thirty for an alarm that's on set for six thirty. The weekends are like the only time I get eight hours. Those are like the only time I don't get eight hours because if I because I can't sleep in, so if I stay out to like one or two, I'll still be up by eight o'clock. No, uh, if I'm if I'm out, I'm sleeping until like eleven at the earliest at the latest. I I kind of like when I sleep in, like on the rare occasions I sleep in until like nine o'clock or later. I like feel so guilty for some reason. You should feel so lucky. No, I feel like I've wasted so much of the day. Are you kidding? Like, in my mind, I love being done with everything I have to do for the day by, like, noon. And then have all afternoon just do whatever I want. I'm I'm a uh, sleep in, feel good. Come back, get my day going. That's that's fine. I hate waking up early more than anything else. When I can get a full night's sleep and wake up at 6.30 on a weekend, I love it. I love having the entire day ahead of me like that. No. I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? No, I love it. Have you always been that way? No, when I was in high school, I would, I don't really remember. Like, I have no memory of ever, like, setting an alarm or sleeping in or not on, in high school. So, like, in college, I had something. Like, in college, I would sleep until, like, 9 o'clock. Which I feel like is sleeping in for like a weekday. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I have no like. I have no memory of my routine in high school. Like I know, I know, I would wake up every day at six fifteen, but I have no idea what time I'd like, you know, do anything else. No, I I remember my routines like clockwork. Yeah. Monday Friday, I'd wake up at six forty six. I'd shower, 
I'd walk downstairs after getting changed. <clears throat> and then I would leave for school. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I would work. Yeah. I'm a very routine-based type of guy. Where'd you work in high school? Uh, so during like baseball season, I worked at the Iron Pigs whenever they were in town. And then every Saturday and Sunday, I worked at Cinnabon. And then oh, the, that's right. That's right. I knew you worked at Cinnabon. And then at, at during the fall, uh, or when baseball season was over, um, I just worked Saturdays and Sundays. I never worked like Monday through Friday during the like, football or basketball season. Yeah, I got you. So, good times, though. Yeah. I actually look back on it. I love working on the Iron Pigs. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a fun job. It was awesome. A lot of people I knew worked at our minor league team, the Cougars. What is it, the King County? The King County Cougars. Yeah. Yeah. They're not even affiliated with an MLB team anymore. They got, like, relegated to, like, some non-affiliated league. Independent league. Something like that, yeah. It's a shame. Why? I don't know. It was always just, like, cooler to be affiliated with an MLB team. Even if we were, like, the – we were, like, low single A. Like, we were, like, the the bottom rung. But it's just, like – because I remember one time, whoever – Got it back. What was his name? He played third base for the Cubs back in like the early to mid two thousands. I want to say his last name was like Lee. Or Derek like Lee. Yeah, it might have been Derek Lee. Yeah, did he play third base for the Cubs? Uh, I think it was first base because that was like when Aramis Ramirez was still around. Yeah, no, I remember Aramis Ramirez. No, this was. I I could have sworn it was a third baseman, but whoever it was like, was doing a rehab stint and played like a game or two at the Cougars before, like, moving up to double or triple A or whatever. And those games, like, would sell out because everybody wanted to see this guy. And it was like, well, I, you know, I don't want to spend, you know, $100 to go to the Cubs game. I can spend 15 to go to the Cougars and see him, so. Yeah. I love but, and hate minor league baseball because 90% of it is on baseball-related. Like, the entertainment aspect of things. Like, no one goes there to watch oh, yeah, yeah. baseball. People go there to either eat or, like, be on the big screen or, like, just have a night out. Yeah. I want, If I'm going to a game, I'm going to watch the game. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Just, yeah. When I lived in Midland, they had a minor league team, like, right there. My aunt and uncle would come every summer to visit because they loved doing, like, quirky road trips to places like Midland, Michigan. And so every summer they would come for a weekend and they would love going to these, this minor league game. And it was like, it was a good time. Cause like, and to your point, like I would not watch the game. I would go there to like drink beers all game. And then just like, we would always just like, we always play this game where you like, you have everybody puts in a dollar and you keep passing it around. And every time there's an out, you pass it to the next person. And then, if whatever run scores, whoever has the money when the run scores keeps it, and then everybody throws another dollar, and you just keep doing that for the whole game. So that yeah. was like ways to pass the time, but 
Yeah, um, I never did, watched the games. We did that with Beat. Beat does it where um, you draw, you have a deck of cards, and everyone puts in ten dollars, and um, after I forget what innings they were, but I don't know if it was after each inning or specific innings, but it, you drew a card, and if you if you're if the runs added up, so say the Phillies had five and the White Sox had one. If they had six runs, or the total would be six, whoever had the six of clubs would win the pot for that round. Oh, nice. Fun time. Yeah. What if, what if like, I don't know, 17 runs had been scored? Well, it'd be eight plus nine. Or no, it'd be... I forget about how it go then. Oh, no, it's seven. So it ends in seven. Oh, okay. So that's how it goes. Oh, shit, dude. You sound tired. It's just been a long week already. Yeah. What do you got? Next week. What do you got going on? What do you got going on this weekend? Uh, we're recording Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Yeah, and then Saturday night is my friend Maddie's thirtieth birthday, so she like rented out a bar for a couple hours and invited a bunch of people. So I'm gonna go to that. Nice, dude. I'll be fun. Yeah, you got any plans? Uh, so Whitehall has a game on Friday, and then I'm driving back to Whitehall, and then I'm driving back to Philly Saturday to watch a Penn State game. Nice. So, um, Whitehall won. Yeah, they won, and then we play. It's like an hour and a half from like Whitehall, but it's from Chester. It's three hours. Uh, so I have a three-hour drive on Friday immediately after school. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. not the best. Yeah. <clears throat> Geneva lost last weekend, so we're we're done. You're donezo. Donezo. That sucks. I couldn't care less. Uh, I'll always care. I mean, I don't know. Like, if you ever move to like a to like a school district, will you ever go to like a sporting event for that school district? If I have kids who go to those schools, then yeah. But you just won't go on your own. Probably not. No, I feel like that's kind of weird. Like, if you have no ties to like the team or the program or anything. I mean, I don't it's, your, know. it's your community, though. Yeah, I know, but, like, I don't know. It just seems weird. Uh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Fair enough. I'll start going to – I should be going to Lakeview High School football games. That'd be fun. 
I don't even know where they play. Is that the high school, Lakeview? Well, there is a Lakeview high school. I don't – there might be a couple around here. There's Lincoln Park High School. There's Lakeview High School. Then there's – um, but there's a lot of, like, Catholic schools. There's, like, DePaul Prep. There's Loyal. Like, all – like, DePaul has a high school. Loyola has a high school. Um, then there's – what's the one that's, like, right down the road from me? Um my grandpa went to this. I'm just gonna. I gotta look it up because I don't remember the name of it. But oh, 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 um, Lane Tech. Lane right. Tech. Lane Tech. It's where my grandfather went to high school. Where's Simeon in uh, like relation to you? Uh, I don't even know where Simeon is. I'll look. Simeon. I think it's south. Yeah, it's way south. Was it like on the south side? Yeah, it's in um, what neighborhood? Oh, it's in like it's in like South Side, like the neighborhood called South Side, and like Auburn Gresham. It's it's it is in a Auburn Gresham is one of those like you don't go to Auburn Gresham because bad things happen in Auburn Gresham. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So. Well, nice man. Um, you ever watch like the thirty for thirty about that that one kid that went to Syrian? Forget his name. Benji, no. I think. No, he was like a Chicago legend. He got shot, and it was like a thirty for thirty. I haven't seen it. You look it up. But like, um, I think um, like a lot of good basketball players go through Simeon. I think Derrick Rose went to Simeon. Yeah, I was going to say that is where Derrick Rose went. Oh. Jesus Christ. I think Simeon's got to be a magnet school. What does that mean? It's um like they can recruit. Like you don't need to live in the district. You can go there. Uh, it's like a high, it's like yeah, I read I read up on like Chicago high schools like when I saw this um, like 30 for 30 and it's something where like you apply to get in. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a magnet school. Mm. That's like how, uh, like Whitney Young is another really popular one. They have that, like, that's ins- yeah, they, I mean, they, they have like an insane, like their women's basketball team is nuts. I think their men's basketball team is pretty insane too, but it's, it's just another like, very competitive high school that draws top athletes and smart kids and stuff like that. Nice. Damn, dude. All the, um, all the Philly high schools are all, all the good ones for athletic are all Catholic. There's no good, like public Philadelphia, like in city Philadelphia high school. Yeah, that's how I mean Chicago is kind of the same way. Like all the public high schools are terrible sports, but the private ones are good. Not necessarily magnet, but just like private. Yeah, like Loyal and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, and Lane Tech, the one I mentioned, and stuff like that. Do you know my dad went to the same high school as Mike Krzyzewski? Really? Yeah. But obviously not the same. No, they they. 
Mike would have graduated, I think, two or three years before my dad went there. Really? That's insane. Yeah. What uh? What high school is that? Weber. It doesn't exist anymore. They shut it down. But oh. I, well, I think it. Well, it's a the building is still there. I think it's a middle school now, but the it's no longer Weber High School. Hmm. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Imagine if they ever like talked. I know. Well, I always friends. thought like because I remember I looked it up. I don't. It was a while ago, but like I because I wanted to see if they would have been there at the same time. Like in the off chance that my dad would have been like. Shoved into a locker by Mike Mike Krzyzewski, the the bully senior, when my dad was a freshman. <laughs> How funny would that be? Yeah, that'd be funny as shit, though. Yeah, it's weird how shit works like works out like that, though. Yeah. So, anyway, so do you want to get to the elephant in the room? What's that? Penn State football. Let's do it. Did you watch most of it? The game? Yeah. I watched the whole thing start to finish. I, I, For some reason, I thought for a second, like, you had banned or something. No, I watched – I was by myself in my living room watching the whole thing. What a fucking mess, dude. Well, the frustrating thing is, it was the it was like a carbon copy of the Ohio State game, where our defense just plays out of their minds, does everything in their power to keep us in the game, but our offense can't score. Like it just makes no sense because our offense versus lesser opponents, our offense plays like. A top 10 nationally offense. But the second we're up against a defense with a pulse, it's like the, we fall off a cliff. Like, I get it. We're not going to be as good against an elite defense, but we shouldn't be catastrophic in the way that we were against both Michigan and Ohio State. It makes no sense. And in my mind, that's just a coaching thing. Because I feel like it's all we just – like, Franklin is just thinking to himself, like, oh, we're playing Michigan. Oh, God, well, we need to, we need to just – not take risks. We need to just, you know, we can't play like we played against Maryland. We have to play like, you know, super conservative and just have it be a field position game and count on our defense being good enough to, you know, stop them every time and we win the game three nothing. Like no, like it just makes no sense to me. They play like such pussies. That's the most frustrating part. Like there's no attempt at all to like go deep or be aggressive or attack them. They just called yeah. it like like, it wasn't even like the runs were working, but they would just call up a, a power or inside zone, have a, like, a dust-up of, th- of three yards, and then just do it again. It was so fucking frustrating. There was no creativity at all. I looked, I think, exactly one wide – well, okay. I think two wide receivers made catches. I don't think Keandre Lambert-Smith had a single catch. I think Caden Saunders had that fourth down – and then I think Dante Cephas had one. And then our tight ends had, like, a couple of completions. And that was it for the whole game. Like, we never even attempted to throw the ball to our receivers. Because we were pussies, too. Yeah. But I, but I blame Franklin for that. Like, that is square. I don't blame Mike Yersich for that. I blame James Franklin for that. Well, I blame 
Yursich, but then there comes a point in the game or in the season where Franklin has to be, yo, Mike, air the fucking ball out. Do something. I don't think Franklin wants – I think Franklin is the guy who's like, oh, we need to play it safe. I don't know about that, though, because look at Moorhead. Like, or maybe that's just like – or maybe that's a Drew thing, too. Like, Trace would take take bombs that – like, chances down the field and throw up bombs. But then, like, over the past, what, like, four years with Clifford and then fucking – Oller, there's been no attempt for that. I don't know. I'm excited for the new OC. I'll say that. I'm excited for change. However, well, we, need, we need a change. So you yeah. need you need a change. However, if shit doesn't change, I I said this to you and Will. I'm on the Fire Franklin train so for years. For years, I've been defending him and, you know, just get his players and then, you know, just give it the schedule. I'm done with it. I get, like, I said this to you earlier. I'm tired of being 10 and 2. I'm tired of it. There's no excuse for that anymore. Well, and I, I, I think I mentioned this. His post game press conference, he was so just like, eh, well, we lost. Good team beat us. We'll move on. Like, dude needs to get a fire lit under his ass because he doesn't have, like, it doesn't seem like he's emotionally attached to the game. Like, he just goes out there and he plays or he coaches and then it's over and then it's on to the next one. It's like, no, get angry. Break something. I want That's to see what you, I want. I want to see you punch a hole in a whiteboard. I want to see you smash a, I don't know, a can of Coke or something. Like, do something that shows me you care. I don't think he has an asshole edge to him. That's the problem. But that's what you need. You need a killer instinct, and it stems from being, like, emotionally charged. And he doesn't have that. He's so monotone. Like, get fired up. Literally, he needs to look every one of his players in the eye. Because, like, you're, this is what, like, Nick Saban does. Like, the whole rat poison thing. Nick Saban, like, looks his players in the eyes and says, you guys aren't good enough to beat this team. Prove me wrong. Whereas Franklin is like, no, you know, we're probably, yeah, we're good enough. We're confident bunch. We're going to, Franklin needs to understand that confidence can be a bad thing because he has too much confidence. And sometimes that hurts you. Like you need to be like, look guys, they're a better team than you. That's just the way it is. The only way that you will win this game is if you get out there and you fight them and you beat them with grit and aggression as opposed to just pure skill. But he never ever has that mindset, and that's what, and that's why we always beat the teams that we are supposed to be, but we never beat anyone else. Yeah, I agree. But like, like you need to be an asshole. There, yeah. In any situation in life, you need to have an edge or an asshole side of you. Some have it more so than others, and it costs them, aka me. But like, especially for a football coach, you need to fucking get in people's faces. You, yeah. Like, half the time when he's complaining about, like, holding penalties and shit, he looks like such a bitch. And, like, I like Franklin, but God damn it, dude. I would love for him to get a 15-yard penalty. Love it. But he doesn't have that edge. No. So, I, it's more like a wait and see, I guess. 
Yep. But, like, again, I was talking this to, like, Ryan Marcoux and Sean Summers. Like, if he ever gets fired, like, I would, I would want Diaz to jump in. Just because I'm a defensive guy, he's a lunatic, he'll get in people's faces, all that. But another name I was thinking of, too, that, like, it's not like I read this name, like, on, like, message boards or anything like that. But what about Brian Harline from Ohio State? A great recruiter, played in the NFL, was a great receiver in college, is from a great program, so he has a great pedigree, offensive-minded. You put that – you plug that in to a, a system at Penn State – like, he's a young guy, so he could, like, you know, connect more with recruits and shit. And maybe that helps him with, like, recruiting right now. But, like, why not him? Why hasn't that name ever floated around? You're not wrong. I never really thought about that, but that's not the worst idea. But I'm just thinking, like, like so, like, you're not going to get established coached, Right. Like, you might get, like, a Lance Leopold from Kansas type of thing. Yeah, or, which I, I don't want Lance Leopold. I feel like he he's a coach who turns horrible programs into competent programs. I don't think he's the guy who takes competent programs and turns them into championship programs. Yeah, but, like, at, at this point, like, so it's, it, it's almost like the, the James Franklin great but not elite speech. Like, yeah. you need an elite coach. But what elite coach out there is going to lead his probably elite program to go to Penn State? No one's going to do that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that you need to be – that only people who – like, you have to pro- – you can prove yourself at a Power 5 big-name program. Like, like Ryan Day – Went from relative. He wasn't even an offensive coordinator. I don't even remember what his role was before he, he became that. He coached the Eagles. Ryan Day. No, yeah. he was on. A, wasn't he on Ohio State staff? And then he got promoted to head coach. Yeah, but before that, he was with the Eagles. But he. But I'm saying, like, he was never like a proven guy. And no, but he was, moved up the ranks. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm okay with that. Like, I, if Penn State were to get a head coach, I would not be mad if we didn't go after, like, a very well-established head coach, you know? Like, if we found a guy who was, like, if we took a shot on a guy who, like, didn't have head coaching experience, but he had all, of like, the like the intangibles to be a good head coach, like, I wouldn't be opposed to taking that risk. But that almost seems like a step back at that point. Like, yeah, you take a risk that it might be a great reward, but, like, you're at a certain level right now. Like, you, like, well, you're, okay, t- but here's the thing. You're, you're, t- you're in such a tough spot right now because of, like, what you're dealt with and what you have right now. You have James Franklin, who's good slash great, but not elite. And what are you going to do? Take a step back to hire someone who's unproven and who might not be, like, uh, like a, like a, formidable name right now on the market, but hopefully he does. Like, come on. Well, yeah, but let me give you the flip side. What if you do – what if we end up in a city – you know what would make me furious? Imagine being a Texas A&M fan right now who 
they go, they get like, at the time, the most high profile coaching hire in the history of the sport was when Texas A&M hired Jimbo Fisher. And if we ended up in a situation where whatever coach we hired was like a massive name comes to Penn State and performs exactly how Jimbo performs A&M, we would be imploding. Imploding. And I, I don't – so that's what I'm saying. There's a risk. Like even if you go and hire freaking Dan Lanning from Oregon, who I think is like one of the top coaches in college football right now, and then you just have him be a bust – you, you, it would be even worse than hiring like a lesser known guy and having him be a bust. But here's the thing like, we ha- we're gonna have the money, like, money should not be an issue. So, if you would have the money, spend it. You have a billion dollar contract coming in for the Big Ten, like, you have the largest alumni association in America, like. Buckle the fuck up and go after something. Like, but again, this goes back to like our reputation of like success with honor. That's why we drug our feet with fucking NIL. We want to do things the right way and have this like fucking like like we're the best of all time, like like morality wise. But like, get some goons in there, dude. Like, like you you cannot tell me that Penn State should be satisfied with ten and two record every year. It's great to go to a fucking Rose Bowl. It's great to win one every so often. You know what's better? Fucking national titles like in the 80s. Well, let me ask you this question. I'm, I'm kind of changing. I, I, we can keep talking about the coaching thing, but to your point, what does this look like next year when 10-2 and two gets you in the playoff? That's are great. We still that, that, no, but I'm saying, are we still this upset or does it change? The- yes. You know why? You know why? Because if you don't make it into the final four, who gives a fuck? That's what I'm saying. What if, okay, it, let's just use this area because right now, if the season ended today, we would be in the playoffs because we're still in the top 12. Right? Well, maybe not because we might get jumped by one of the non-Power 5 teams. But let's just assume we're in. If, by some miracle, Penn State sneaks into the playoff after two extremely frustrating losses and then wins the whole thing, you are forgiven, James Franklin. Who cares? I don't care that we lost Ohio State of Michigan. We just won the national championship. That's what I'm saying. Like, as long as but, we make it into the playoffs, anything could happen. But at that point next year, it's like the wild card. You know how I've always said about the wild card in baseball. It doesn't count unless you win the divisional series. The wild card round doesn't give a shit anymore because it's diluted. Same thing with the college football play next year. If they make it and they should, great. That's awesome. Cool. Okay. You win a game, cool. Are you are you in the final eight? Yeah, but if you lose that final eight round, you suck. That's fair. I, it, for me to be excited about Penn State football and say they accomplished something, you have to be in the final four. That's it. I, I think that's fair. I would agree with that. Because if not, it's like last year, Rose Bowl, cool, that's great. But guess what? You're on the outside looking in again. Yeah, but it's going to be tough because the best way to make it to the Final Four is to get a bye week. Granted, we know that Franklin is god-awful after the bye week. Um, but, like, to do that, you need to finish in the top four of the final rankings, and that we can't do that. Like, we're going to be a team that's like the 
somewhere in the eight to 12 seed range every year because like next year, although, I mean, schedule looking pretty favorable. But then you, but then you have to win two games in order to make, be relevant. Two games. Yeah. And you're facing great opponents and looking at fucking uh, Franklin's record against great opponents. Eh, not so great. Terrible try. But it is okay. Again, I'm only playing devil's advocate here because I am with you that I think that we should fire Franklin. Other than other than the loss to USC in twenty sixteen in the Rose Bowl, he has won all three New Year's Six Bowl games he's played. Right? He we beat Washington in twenty seventeen in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, whatever, we beat Memphis, big deal. But then we beat, um, last year we beat Oregon. So, like, Utah. Utah is what I'm saying, yeah. But, I'm, again, not defending the guy. I'm just saying that outside of Big Ten opponents, he's, I, again, I know we have different, like, when we played Auburn two years ago, it was a rank-on-rank game. We won. Like, well, look how practice. great look 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 how Auburn turned out that season. No, I yeah, I'm not saying. All I'm saying is that Franklin versus ranked opponents outside of the Big Ten is a very different story than Franklin versus ranked opponents inside the Big Ten. That's all I'm all saying. Right, all right, well, but what I'm saying is I don't give a shit. No, and I'm not okay. I again, I was just playing devil's advocate. But all right, just, but I'm, I'm telling you on that devil advocate side, I don't give a shit because guess fine. what? Guess what? That 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 second round of the playoff next year. When we face one, two, three, or four, we might be facing Michigan or fucking Ohio State. We yeah. might be facing Georgia or Bama. Okay? Like, I, I don't care. Like, that's great. We fucking faced Utah. I don't even think they were ranked in the top. Well, they had to be ranked in the top 12. I think they were. I think they were 11. I think we were eight and they were 11. Oh, that's, that's great. That's good. So you won your first round. Okay, you won your first round game. Are you going to win your second round game? If you do, okay, I'll be impressed. Until then, and if this shit continues on, they have to start seriously looking at buying him out and firing him or doing whatever the fuck it is. I said this to you, what, two months ago. I'm tired of Penn 2. It's not acceptable. I, I, we agree on this. I'm absolutely on the same page. Just so I, fucking frustrating. I just don't think Franklin's got the killer instinct to to win the games that need to be won. So we're fucked. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We we are fucked. I think James Franklin is not a national championship coach. So I do not think we will win a national championship until James Franklin is no longer our head coach. Well, I'm so glad we signed him for another 10 years. A&M just spent $80 million or whatever it was to buy out Jimbo. Why can't we spend about the same to buy out Franklin? Well, it's, it's going to have to happen. And here's the thing. There are many, many schools who would kill to have James Franklin as a head coach. Maybe they'd help with the buyout. I don't know. Send them to, like, Wake Forest. Wake Forest can put the bill. I'm fine with that. Yeah. 
Sign and trade. Here's here's an idea. Let's let those Clemson fans keep being total jackasses. Jimbo gets or, or uh, Dabo gets fed up, and then we hire Dabo Swinney. I don't I don't like that. You don't like that? He's a pussy. You're telling me if we if, Dim, if Dabo Swinney wanted to be our head coach and we well, look at Jim look at Jimbo Fisher, look at Jimbo Fisher. Dabo Swinney has won three national championships in the past seven years or eight All right, years. But look, look at Jimbo Fisher. He he went to two. Went to two straight playoffs and did shit. Look at look at Riley, right? They, like like he Davos lost his mind. No, Davos Swinney is a championship caliber head coach because he has won. I think is it three? I think he's won three of them. At two with Watson. Two with Watson. One one with uh, what's his face? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, did Trevor Lawrence win one his freshman year? He had to. I, I thought there was a third one in there somewhere. Because there was the one where they did the little rubber out to beat Alabama on, like, the last play of the game. And then I feel like there was a second one somewhere before the Trevor Lawrence. But maybe I'm wrong. Wait, what? Trevor – what was the year Trevor Lawrence beat Ohio State? That was, was like – Epic Fiesta Bowl. Is that the year they lost to LSU? Uh, that would have been 2019. So like yeah, the eighteen nineteen season. So yeah, I guess yeah. So let's go back here. Twenty twenty two was Georgia. Twenty twenty one was Georgia. Twenty was Bama. Twenty nineteen was LSU. Twenty was Bama. Yeah, COVID Bama. Oh, that was the uh, yeah with whatever that quarterback Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen was Clemson. Clemson. 17 was Bama, Bama. 16 was Clemson. Fifteen was Bama, I think. Fourteen was was Ohio State. Thirteen. Oh, okay, was, I guess Clemson only won two then, yeah, because thirteen would have been um Florida State. Auburn. No, it's Florida Florida State. Was Auburn twelve? Or am I way off? Twelve was Bama. Eleven was Auburn. Ten was. Anyway, okay. So two. All I'm saying is, I would take Davos Swinney. Davos Swinney or James Franklin? I'm taking Davos Swinney 100 percent of the time. Oh, I think you lost. I would take Davos. There, Davos Swinney, in my mind, is a top five college head coach. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, he might have lost it. I don't think total. It's Saban. It's um, Kirby Smart. It's probably, I hate to say it, but Jim Harbaugh or Ryan Day or both. Um, and then, I, don't know, I love Dan Lanning, so I feel like he's potentially in that as well. But then, I mean, Dabo's right there. I mean, we'll see. I don't know, man. It, it's going to be – I just want to see who those see is. I, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a while. It's going to be – I'm sure we'll hire somebody, like, right after the championship weekend when, like, the bowl games have been defined. I, the way they hired um, 
Manny Diaz, Franklin said he liked how that worked out because he he was with the team for like two weeks before the bowl game, was with them with the bowl game, and then he was like right into it come January. Yeah, which I hope. I mean, there's a reason we fired Yurcich now. I mean, so that we have time to get ahead of the search. Well, I also think that Franklin has a guy in mind. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I'm really interested to see who that guy is. Yeah. Here's here's an interesting name that I just want to throw out there just to see how you feel because I have a very strong feeling against this guy. I don't think he fits into Penn State at all, but what about Chip Kelly? Don't you hate Chip Kelly? Yes. Well, I did see he's – Probably gonna get fired. I don't know if you saw that too. Yeah, so that's why I'm bringing this name up. Oh, that's bringing it, yeah. Um, no, I don't think he fits Penn State style. I don't. I don't like it. I wouldn't like it. No. Well, here's the thing. Okay, speaking of style, James Franklin up until this year has always had a dual threat quarterback. All right, Trace McSorley. No. Did he have one year with? He had Hackberg. He had hacked. Okay. Trace was the only dual threat. I wouldn't call Sean Clifford a dual threat. Well, Sean Clifford ran the ball. Sean Clifford, okay, I'll put it this way. Sean Clifford was a much better runner than Drew Aller is. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I feel like Franklin's scheme, like what he has in mind for like Penn State's offensive identity, revolves around a player who can tuck it and run, and you can weave that into the offense. Like, Drew ran the ball a lot against Michigan, and that, it might have lost us the game when he fumbled the drive to start the first half, or the second half. Very easy, because if we scored in that possession, it's probably a very different game. And that was right around midfield. So this is, okay, that, so this is part of the reason why I, I part of me is just like, what about Bo Prabula? Because he can run. But also part of me is like, okay, Franklin needs to hire a guy who, if Drew's the guy, hire a guy who knows how to put together an offense that's built around a pocket passer. Because that's what we're going to be running for the next two years. Or maybe just the next year, but still. like, Well, probably two years the way Drew's playing, unless he plays out of his mind next year. I don't think he's going to the NFL until he graduates. But anyway, I feel like that has to be part of it. Like, I feel like you need to build a scheme around your guys. You can't build your guys around a scheme. Or you just recruit the guys that fit your screen. Well, yeah, but for now, I mean, you've got the guys you've got. So, unless you just want to wait a few years until you can bring in your well, recruits. I truly think Bo gets a look because I think fans are going to get on Oller's ass and Franklin's ass for that matter. Now, I don't know if I, Franklin will, will bend the knee to the fans and shit, but. No, he won't. He absolutely won't because how last, okay, last year was the perfect year. Last year, when we lost to Michigan or Ohio, when we lost Ohio State, because we lost to Michigan first, when we lost Ohio State, at that point, okay, our 10 and 2 season is once again locked in. Just start out. I realize you want, but he doesn't because he's all about like loyalty. Like Sean Clifford played for 18 years at Penn State. He's going to be our starter this season, which fine. But he's going to do the same thing with Drew because he's like, oh, you know what? Drew's our starter. We can't just like, get down on him because he had a couple bad games. Like, he's our strike. 
James Franklin doesn't have it in him to sit his starting quarterback. He just doesn't. That's part of like the killer instinct thing. He would rather like make a guy feel good about himself by keeping him in the game than putting in somebody who's going to give us a better chance of winning. Yeah. We're, I mean, I think Bo, I think Bo comes in and I think he lights the world on fire. I would love that. I, I might have been so wrong about Drew Aller. Yeah, I was going to say, part of the problem is all of the Penn State fans who were, like, basically thinking Drew Aller was going to be, you know, a Heisman contender his pressure in this first start of the year. Like, I didn't think it was going to be – I mean, like, I thought there was a you, chance. You were – okay, like, we can review the footage. No, you, I agree. You no, were was, all over this kid as being, like – I was. Race of Penn State football. I was, and now I'm realizing I'm wrong. This is one of the five percent of the time that I'm wrong. I I I might be wrong. the The case is not out on Drew Aller, right? Maybe it was the system thing. Maybe maybe or maybe not. But th- this might be one of the five times or five percent of the time that I'm actually wrong. Okay, but here's the the other. I have a hard time. I feel like the jury is still way out because. He has never been in a position to prove himself one way or another. When all you do is throw checkdowns the whole game, that doesn't really give us a good feel of what type of quarterback you are. Like, if Drew took a bunch of deep shots and they got picked off and made horrible decisions, sure, that'd be one thing. But he's been so unexciting. Like, again, and I, that's not him. I, it's either he has no confidence in himself or that's the game plan. Yeah. We have not seen – the true Drew Aller. We have not seen Drew Aller unleashed. Like, like, it just hasn't happened. No, and that's what needs to happen. I agree. But it it's just not good at all. Nope. Well. We chalk it up. It's it's a vicious cycle, too, because what's going to happen is I'm not really going to care too much about these next two games. And then I'm going to watch us play Tulane in the Cotton Bowl or something, and I'm going to, like, start feeling – because we're going to win that game. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, good for us. We won the game. It's great to be a Penn State fan. And then I'm going to just wait all offseason. The anticipation and the excitement is going to build. And next year it's probably going to keep building and building because other than going to UCLA – our first real challenge isn't until November 2nd when we play Ohio State at home, and I'll probably be in Beaver Stadium for that game. And that will be the 60 minutes that either ruins my life, as always happens in November, or maybe a miracle will happen and Penn State will win the game and then we'll be, you know, in mid-November, a top four team in the playoff rankings. And we will be having a different conversation than what we're having right now. But until I am proven wrong... Fire Franklin. I want to see how this OC is. See how what? The OC is. Yeah. I don't know, man. We are, uh, we're gluttons for punishment. Yeah. Only uh, only nine months until we get to see what, what happens. Uh, I, 
It's uh, – I'm surprised no recruits have backed off yet either. I mean, I wouldn't – I don't know. I mean, because I feel like the recruits, like, know that we're knocking on a doorstep. So, it's not like you're walking into a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Or you just be because of the offensive coordinator. Like, they wanted to play for Yersich. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant, the Yersich firing. Uh-huh. I mean, it's been three days, so maybe they're thinking about it still. Drunkmeyer said that he's staying, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Find me some wide receivers. Although, yeah, we need to find a quarterback or a, a offensive coordinator who can figure out how to recruit wide receivers because that's like our rocks on offense. Yeah. I mean, even like, cause I feel like they got like, um, I think I never remember his name. The guy from last year. The guy from last year. The wide receiver. Caden Saunders? No, 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 no. He plays for the Washington now. Oh, John Dotson? John Dotson. I don't know why I can never remember his name. Like, I feel like he wasn't really a big-name recruit out of high school. K.J. Hamler, not so much. Like, Allen Robinson. Like, we don't – like, sure, we've had receivers, like, become good players, but we've never, like – the only times we've recruited high-profile receivers, they we've misused them egregiously and they've transferred. A la – that one dude, I forget his name. I think Justin, there were a few of them. Justin Shorter. Justin Shorter, yeah. So, Franklin does a fine job of recruiting quarterbacks. Find me a guy who can recruit receivers. That'd be nice. I mean, it's just a mess, dude. It's just a fucking mess. Yeah. I don't understand it either. What's not to understand? It's just like, why is it the way it is? I don't know. Just happens. That's what happens. Um, we are fans of the best team to have never made the fourteen playoff, and that is such a painful position to be in. And because you never like leaves your mind, we are so close yet so far. We're we're more far than than close. I mean, not really. We're. A one possession loss to Ohio State and what should have been a one possession loss to Michigan away from being ten and zero and probably ranked one or two in the comfortable playoff poll. Well, that's another thing. Michigan should have fucking like that score of that game. The way our offensive played, 
should have been like 35 to 10 in Michigan's favor. Well, our defense is good. I mean, like, very good. And they just got worn down by the end of it, but like, they're an elite defense. They are. And if I'm a defensive player, I'm pissed off. I don't know. Yeah. You, well, how many chances did they need to give the offense to find a pulse? And they just can't do it. Yeah. But here's the other thing that I was thinking about. Like, I was always kind of against a 12-team playoff because it just seemed a little too much. But the more I think about it, I actually kind of like it because I don't think just because no conferences, like the top teams from conferences don't play each other. So it's impossible to say who are like the actual top. Like right now, just watching Michigan play Penn State, the first remotely good team they played, I wasn't really that impressed. And I feel like Michigan who will probably make the playoff, even if they lose to Ohio State. Michigan, probably realistically, in my opinion, is a top 10 team, but probably in like the six to nine range. Like I would put, I want like Georgia against Ole Miss. Georgia's probably going to win the national championship because they're insanely good. But Georgia, I'd put Alabama up ahead of Michigan. I'd put Washington above Michigan. I would put Oregon above Michigan. I'd probably even put Texas above Michigan. Maybe Florida State. Like, there are many teams that, from what I've seen, would beat Michigan. But multiple teams of the ones that just listed won't make the playoff just because of their circumstances. Like, I don't think the college playoff committee will put the four best teams in the playoff. I think they – because they just don't have that body of work. Like, you just – you can never tell because they never play each other. You know? Yeah, like Texas isn't going to make the playoff probably, but I guarantee you Texas could beat two of the four teams. I don't think Texas could beat Georgia. I don't think Texas could beat, um, you know, maybe that's the only team Texas couldn't beat, honestly. But Uh, I think Ohio State's better than Texas. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Because Ohio State really hasn't been all that impressive either. And Ohio State's best win of the year outside of Penn State is beating Notre Dame only because Notre Dame didn't have enough guys in the field. I mean, that... Like, that look at Notre Dame this year. Notre Dame got dog-walked by, like, very lesser opponents. I know, but, like, then again, there's always something like that. That's just college football. Like, I can't really say that. I, I just don't think that, in general, I think the Big Ten... I don't think the Big Ten should put a team in the playoff. I do not think that there is a top four worthy team in the Big Ten right now. But they're going to get one because one of those teams is going to be undefeated. And just because they're undefeated, it could be that, you know, the top three teams in the Pac-12 are all better than the best team in the Big Ten. But because those top three teams in the Pac-12 beat each other, it knocks them all out of the playoff. And then you put this undefeated Big Ten team who never really had to play anybody in the playoff. And that's what the flaw is. People assume that if you lose, it's because you're bad. It's not because you played a team that's just as good as the other best teams in the country. Because it's just like, oh, you lose, you go down to the rankings. You win, you go up in the rankings. It's, it's like, it's such a flawed system. It's honestly like, it's been bothering me a lot this year, more so than others, just with like everything going on inside of the top 10. Well, here, here's what's going to be really bad. Say um, the Big Ten champion, whether it's Michigan or Ohio State, is like the two or three seed and then gets like – 
thumped by not even thumped gets beat by like say Florida State or Washington. Right? Yeah. That's gonna be in, uh, the second year in a row that our Big Ten champion gets beat. Unless you're two of them got beat. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I think that the winner of Ohio State-Michigan is going to get the two. I think Georgia's going to be number one. The winner of Ohio State-Michigan is going to be two. And then, assuming Washington wins out, they'll be three because they have a harder – they'll have beaten more ranked teams than Florida State, who's got like a cakewalk to win the uh, ACC. Yeah. And I think that if Washington versus either Ohio State or Michigan – Give me Washington minus seventeen. It's going to be a bloodbath. No. Oh, I, I would because I would take that bet. By the way, okay. Well, maybe let's see what happens because maybe I will because I think that Washington not only are they motivated, they look the part, and they've got an offense that can score with any offense in the country against any defense in the country. That's a massive and their defense. Line, what? That's a massive line. I think okay. If you give me, give me wash. Okay, Washington plays Ohio State. Give me, give me thirty-one to seventeen. So not Plus the full 14? seventeen. Yeah, and then Washington, Michigan. Give me, give me forty-one ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll take both spreads. I will take, we'll, take both. I will take both Big Ten schools in that in those scenarios. Well, we'll we'll see when the playoff is announced. I will, I want and, this to happen. And if it flips and it's Oregon, then probably the same thing. What honestly, maybe even a little different because I think Oregon's defense is better than Washington's defense, and I think both offenses are equally good. We we will reconvene. All right. On December 3rd. Yes. That could be like a double or nothing bet. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, what, what, where are we at right now? Because I was just like all over the place on Saturday. Picks wise, yeah, I don't think I, I was too busy stewing over the dumpster fire that is Penn State to tally up the uh, the totals. I think we split because you had North Carolina. Duke should have won that game, by the way. Um, and I had Missouri, and you had Tennessee, so. I had Missouri, correct. Duke lost. Washington won. Do you have an idea who won Auburn, Arkansas? I have no idea. I think Arkansas did. Did they? What about Texas State, Coastal Carolina? I don't even know. To be honest with you. I'm going to look it up. Oh, no. Auburn won 48-10. Oh. Did you see that Arkansas was watching Polar Express in their locker room at halftime? Were they really? Yeah. Jeez. No, I didn't. Why? It I was, like Sam Sam Pittman's like a intense guy. It was it was the 
red shirts locker room, so like a separate locker room, but they were watching Polar Express at halftime. That's hilarious. Coastal beat Texas State. So good thing you, you were going to pick Texas State. You were very on the fence about that one. I was. You chose, you chose correctly. Um, so, te- so Missouri won, Duke lost, Washington, Arkansas. We both went four and one. Look at us. Wow. Get back on it. Thirty. I am now 31 and 27. You are one, two, three. 29 and 29. Yeah. So what happens? Do I go first again since we tied this week? Yes, it's your win. Okay. Week 12. Come a long way since week zero. That sucks. Yeah. We got three more weeks. I open the ESPN app. It just wants me to sign up for their new like sports book. I know. All right. Um, where do we start? Uh, UNC Clemson. Give me um give me Washington Oregon State. It's gonna be a good good game. Yeah, I'm pumped I'm pumped I'm pumped that game it, like I can actually watch it. It's not like conflicting with the Penn State game. Yeah. I oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm gonna be on the first well, I can watch maybe the first half before I go to this birthday party, but um. Oh, damn it! I gotta get out of the just the top twenty-five. Maybe I should be a dick and just pick Chattanooga, Alabama, just so I can start maintaining the the wins. Yeah. No, I won't do that quite yet. Um, Give me Kansas State, Kansas. Damn, that was the game I was going to pick. Um... Uh, give me um give me give me Utah Arizona. All right. Um, um I will give you Louisville, Miami. 
USC UCLA or I know you want me to do a specific game, but I think I'm going to shy away from it. Kentucky, South Carolina. Which game we're going to pick? Which which game did you want me to shy away from? Or whatever you said. Texas, Iowa State. Yeah, I was waiting for you to fucking do that. <laughs> I know you were. Like, come on. Put your money where your mouth is. Give me Iowa State. Give me Iowa State. Give me, give me Texas by two touchdowns. Um, Iowa State by four. No. Um, give me the USC game. USC, UCLA. Yeah. All right, Clemson. Uh, UNC. And I'm picking Clemson because I think they're going to win, not because I hate North Carolina. I just think – no, I think Clemson's magic is done. Okay. Washington, Oregon State. Oh shit! Forgot about um. Give me line right now. Give give me Washington. Wow, Washington is a underdog. That's shocking. Yeah, I saw that too. The lines the the lines this week are weird. Well, I like the the Miami Louisville game is only like it like a. it's a half a point. That's why. That's why I gave you that game because I was like, they really. They either think Miami is somehow good, or they think Louisville is the the worst team to ever be ranked in the top ten. Yeah. I I don't I I saw that line. I was like, okay, it's staying away from that game. I'm taking Washington too. I'm eating my words because I remember at the beginning of the year everybody was hyping up Washington and I thought they were going to be a four loss team and I'm yeah. very wrong. I'm kind of on the Washington bandwagon. I would not be mad if they did some damage in the playoff. You're all on the Oregon State bandwagon, and now you're on the Washington bandwagon. Pick one. No, I'm I'm still on the Oregon State bandwagon, but I have a I, I have to I I'm betting with my mind, not my heart, right now. Oh, see, that's that's where I get involved. My heart. Yeah. Uh, give me Kansas. Give me Kansas State. All right, USC, UCLA. Uh, USC. No, 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 Utah, Arizona, Utah, Arizona, my bad. Fuck. Um, give me Utah. Ooh. I'm going Arizona. Yikes. And then give me uh, USC. Yeah, give me USC now. So we have three different. Yeah. So we got North Carolina, Clemson, Washington at Oregon State, Kansas State at Kansas, Arizona hosting Utah, UCLA hosting USC. I have Clemson beating North Carolina, Washington over Oregon State, Kansas beating Kansas State, Arizona over Utah, USC over UCLA. You have North Carolina over Clemson, Washington over Oregon State. 
Kansas State beating Kansas, Utah beating Arizona, and USC over UCLA. Yep. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah, so the Clemson game, the Kansas game, and the Arizona game are the three that we differ on. Are those all at different times? Um, I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, the one's not even on fucking, like, national TV. Well, Pac-12 is Utah-Arizona. That's a one thirty. So that and the Clemson game start an hour apart from each other. And then, no, the Clemson game and the USC game start at the same time. Wow. So they're all basically out at the same time. Yeah. All right. Let's see where game day goes. Oh, well, wait, no. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, it, I keep forgetting next week is Thanksgiving. It doesn't really feel like it. But, yeah, there's only, there's only one place it goes. There, there's only one. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to show you my cards, but why the fuck did Game A decide to go to JMU this weekend? Uh, yeah, they should have gone to Corvallis. They should have gone to Oregon State. So fucking stupid. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. JMU is like this cool little underdog story, but... I mean... They missed out, dude. They've had game day before, too. This isn't even their first time. Yeah. But, whatever. I'm with you. But, um, want to do a list? Yeah. You got anything to add before you go? Uh, maybe. I'm trying to remember. I'll let you know if I do. Alright, well, my first one is I hate the Sixers City Edition jersey for this year. Um, two, I hate my three-hour drive that I have to do on Friday. Um, three, I hate kids at Chester who think they're good at football. Because in reality, they play in Delaware County and it's nowhere near as close as playing in Leah Valley. Um, three, I hate how JMU got game day. That was four. And number five is how I hate how I had my hopes up so high for fall between the Phillies and Penn State, and I've just gotten nothing. Yeah. You were, uh, oh, I meant we, so you're 5%. You with Drew Aller, you were also very convinced we were going to win this weekend. That was so very convinced. Add, add that to the five percent. Yeah, I, I was like super convinced. Yep. So, yeah, wrong. I was not. I I predicted we lose, and even though I was right, I was still furious about it. So I hate that. I hate that I was right. Um. But uh, the one that I did remember was I hate people who bike on the sidewalk. See, I hate people who bike in the street and take up my space. Well, no, but like in Chicago, I don't know if Philly has bike lanes, but Chicago, like basically every major road has a bike lane. 
And if you are afraid of using the bike lane because you still think you're going to get hit by a car, so you bike on the side of white instead, you shouldn't be on a bike in the first place, right? Take an Uber yeah. or walk. Only ride a bike if you are confident in your ability to bike in the road. I agree. And if you do bike in the sidewalk, realize that people who are actually walking take priority over you. So you have to get your ass out of the way anytime there's somebody walking towards you. I agree, man. I hate bikers in general. I don't mind them because I bike, so I can't be a hypocrite. But you got there's there's you, you just gotta follow the rules and they keep drive out. They drive me insane. I don't mind them. God damn, man. Yep. Just another fucking week of shit. At least it's Thanksgiving next week. Little holiday. Yeah, get a nice little break. That'll be nice. Yep. Oh, I think um, I have to confirm this, but I don't think I'm going to Philly anymore the week after Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, but figured like it fell through, so I didn't want to bring it up. Well, no, it, it didn't. It was like still fully on. Like I had my flight books, my hotel books, rental car books. I had everything booked, and then I didn't get any email at all. Like no communication. Okay, this is another thing I hate. The guy just moved the meeting to February. Like we had a whole day meeting lined up, and he just sent out a meeting update that just had it moved from November 28th to February 3rd or something. Like, dude, you realize that I have all sorts of travel booked for this. Send me a real email with a real updated plan. Don't just change a meeting invite to a new day. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So does that mean you'll be in Philly like sometime in February then? Presumably, yeah. Nice. It would be, um, I'll tell you the exact day. And it would be, okay. Let, let me think this through here. I don't think it's going to work out, but imagine just, yeah. It would be February 1st. Okay, so that's, would that be, would that, would Sunday the 4th be the, Championship weekend in the NFL? No, that's the bye week in between NFC. Damn it! I was gonna say since I have to be there all day Thursday, I would fly out Friday anyway. Which, if the Eagles played that weekend, and assuming you weren't going to the game and you were gonna be watching from somewhere, I would have just like stuck around the weekend to watch you watch the Eagles play in the NFC Championship because that would be very entertaining for me. I I don't know if it'd be entertaining for you. Well, I would keep a distance, and hopefully, like, the Watsons would be there as a buffer, but it would be interesting. Yeah, I think that's the better word. That'd be kind of fun, because, like, I'd be rooting for the birds, because they sure as hell wouldn't be playing the bears. So, why not? Yeah. No, I get you. But, yeah, that's the week. That's the, like, bye week. I was hoping it wouldn't be, but 
Well, knowing this guy, this meeting date is going to change 18 times between now and then, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, let me know. Yeah. But it is, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'll just stay until that weekend anyway, because if I'll have to be there until Friday, if, it, if this actually happens like this, then, like, because, like, they don't care when I book flights. Like, they'll pay for me to fly home Sunday as long as they don't have to pay for a hotel Friday and Saturday. So I would just, like, stay with you or whatever, and then we would just go hang out in Philly. I don't know, maybe, like, the Flyers have a game or something. Uh, look it up right now. It would be either Friday the 1st or Saturday, or Friday the 2nd or Saturday the 3rd. Watch them not have a game. I'm not going to a Sixers game, so I don't even bother looking. I figured that's why I didn't even bring it up. Yeah, they're, they're, that's the week they're off. <laughs> Damn it. Would you be opposed to a college basketball game? Not at all. Absolutely not. I was thinking about this earlier today. I've not been to a college basketball game, like, outside of the tournament in years, and I miss it. Go to the Palestra with Penn State, Michigan State. Oh, no, I was there actually last year. I totally forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, not yet. Well, you should go again this year. Um, teams. Uh, hold on. See what Villanova's up to. I would love that, to go to Villanova. That, that's what I'm trying to do. If I could fucking find them. Dang, Penn State plays at Indiana that weekend. That's fun, though. We could watch the Penn State game. It's a noon game. <laughs> Fucking Nova plays that Sunday. Not going to work. What time? Six. Oh, damn, I was going to say, if it was an early game, I could take an afternoon flight, but I'm not sticking around for that. I don't blame you. Damn, that's shot. Yeah, that's like everybody. Oh, well. It'd still be fun. We could just, like, go to a bar and watch college basketball all day, though, on that Saturday. Oh, Jungs? Where else would we go? <laughs> Great answer. I'm going to pull up. I'm just, for shits and giggles, I'm going to pull up the, the schedule for January or February, Saturday, the February uh, 3rd. Let's see what we got. Oh, St. Mary's Gonzaga. Game of the year in the whack. It's already perfect weekend. Wait, isn't, perfect weekend. wait is, is, isn't that like first weekend usually Duke UNC too? Let's see. Uh, Houston, Kansas. Yeah, Duke, North Carolina. It's already at 630. They already have the TV, everything. It's 630 on ESPN. It's 630 Eastern. I would say Baylor, Tennessee, Kentucky. Man, um, okay, there's like, all right. We just... That's I honestly I'd rather sit in a bar watch college basketball all day than go to a sporting event. Yeah, that would be sick. We'd watch Duke North Carolina, and then the minute that would end, because you know the same areas Gonzaga game, it's going to be like a nine thirty start time. So that would start right after those games end. We've got Houston Kansas on at three. This is like and Penn State is hopefully will play at eleven that or noon that day. Oh, they do. They already announced it. it's a noon game. So Penn State at noon. Houston, Kansas at 3, Duke, North Carolina at 6.30, 
St. Mary's and Gonzaga close up the day. That's a perfect day to college basketball right there. It looks like we'll be at a bar. And then just to add to that, we've got Tennessee, Kentucky for uh, added benefit. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. And then who knows? I mean, everyone says Iowa State. They're currently not ranked, but everyone says Iowa State like is actually going to be legitimately good this year. And they play Baylor. So, we'll see. Sounds like a good weekend. Sounds like a great weekend. Marquette, Georgetown. UConn, St. John's. Maryland, Michigan State. I like it. Well, I'll keep you posted if this actually happens. And then I'll book my return flight Sunday. And that, and that also helps because that I won't be sober then either. Oh, yeah, because that's right when January ends. Well, no, I, I well. Oh, well, don't you do dry January after your birthday? I do, but I was thinking if the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, I, I, I don't go sober. Yeah. So, let's just hope the Eagles make the Super Bowl and I won't be sober then. Yeah. Go Birds. Go Birds. Oh, dude. A good time. Jesus Christ, dude. Fuck. What? Just the Sixers game right now. Yeah. Are you good? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm good. Are you good? Kind of. Yeah, I'm gonna watch now. Still the Sopranos. Go to bed because I'm tired. What part are you at? Uh, just about the end of season three. Uh, what, what what's going on then, Ryan? Uh, what just happened? Um, he just started. So, Ralph Cifaretto bought a horse, and then he brought around some girl, like a Puerto Rican girl, that he was dating. And then Tony had to find out that Ralph didn't actually like penetrate her when they had sex, because that was the only way that he could have sex with her. So now him and her are like nothing now and that was the last thing that happened nice and Chris Christopher is deep in his heroin addiction him and uh, Adriana are engaged gonna get married soon nice man they just had the they just had the wedding shower nice you're in a good Love part it. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. It's it's great. All right, dude. Well, um, next Wednesday, I'm probably going to be out of commission. Yeah, I won't be able to. So we'll reconvene the week after. Yep. Well, assuming. Well, if, if the whole Philly thing actually ends up happening, then I won't be able to do it. But I'll let you know. Yeah, just let me know, man. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good one, man. Uh, Have a Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you. All right.
Sí. Sí.